Hi, my name is Vanessa and today I'm going to do a quick video about something that I have never covered before. And it's about the college admissions scandal which happened a while ago. I can't remember the exact date. And I know a lot of people decided to lay in on that and there's a lot of um, hatred and bitterness and negativity and I understand why. I never commented publicly on it at all. I think I probably should have when it first came out just because of the fact that I had direct um, experience with one of the schools that was actually on the list. And um, the whole situation is just so ludicrous. There's, I mean, a lot of it's ludicrous and then some of it's just sad as well because of the impact upon certain people's lives, right? And I kind of want everything to shake out legally with the criminal charges and most of it has with many of the parents, but evidently not all. Um, so last night I watched Netflix documentary and just came out yesterday is my understanding and I had signed up to be notified and I kind of jump around from different streaming services so sometimes I will definitely um, be on Netflix and then I won't and then I'll be on you know some other one and then I won't and I kind of jump around because there's no contract you can do that and I get bored with them pretty easily um, and I don't want to pay for umpteen streaming services honestly so Anyhow, I watched the, the documentary slash film. It was created in a really creative way, and I liked it because it, I don't really like most documentaries, but this one was pretty good <clears throat> because it combined the documentary interview type element with different people who I hadn't heard from, didn't even know existed, that were involved, investigators, a lawyer that was criminal defense lawyer for one of the coaches at one of the schools. Um, and then also it had actors acting out different kind of scenes. So if you like the investigative discovery channel or stuff like that, then you'll probably like this. And so it was, it was interesting. So, um, yeah, so one of the schools on, on the list, I, I have a bachelor's degree and two master's degrees, just to let you know, I've been around the educational block a time or two. And I decided to do a quick video, no makeup here, <laughs> impromptu, I don't have all my normal camera equipment, I'm using my phone to film this. But um, I just have several things to say about this because I have felt like since I was probably 18 years old when I first started in college that higher education was a scam on a lot of different levels was how I felt starting at 18. And I still feel that way. Um, and I still feel like there's a lot with higher education. I'm very critical of higher education, rightfully so, that really needs to change. I could give you a laundry list. That's like a different topic for a different video, so I'm not going to go there. But I went to a school that's not on the list that um, was considered pretty elite in when I was 18 and hard to get into. Um, and I didn't stay there. I hated it. I wasn't treated very well. There was a lot of elitism. elitism. Um, there was a lot of just wealth, basically. Like I mean, I, it's hard to even describe what I experienced and saw. It was a lot. And I left and I have no regrets about it. The things I regret in life are the things I didn't quit, even though I'm not a quitter. I've always kind of been guilty of not quitting things. I wish I would quit more things in life because I would have been better off for it. And one of the things I quit was the school. I quit the school. I don't regret it. I'm really glad I left it. I finished up my degrees elsewhere. Anyway, so there was a school on the list, which I'm not going to name, that I did get into back in 2012. Um, 2011 and maybe, maybe it maybe was 2011, 2012, because it was kind of like, I think it was the end of the year of 2011 I got into it. Anyways, I was really excited. I was transitioning out of the army at that point, And I was, you know, I felt kind of like these kids in the documentary, Netflix documentary did, that like, 
you know, they don't say this, but basically it's being conveyed that like their self-worth, self-esteem and self-confidence are wrapped up into whether or not they get accepted into these like elite prestigious universities. And that's really unfortunate because that's a no-win scenario, essentially. You know, I mean, these schools, some of them are excellent marketing and machines, and I view them as just businesses. I don't care if they're not for profits or not. That's how I view them. And, you know, my self-esteem, self-worth, self-confidence was wrapped up in that acceptance letter as well. And so I felt really like, like I was worthy when I got accepted into that school. And I was really excited about it and all that. So I planned on going, it was going to be my second graduate degree. And, um, you know, I had been told that my post 9-11 GI Bill would cover it and not to worry and that I would get some kind of scholarship from their endowment. And so I was just over the moon. I had a really, their advertising was a really state-of-the-art type program. You know, it was really supposed to be innovative. I was really excited about it. And um, I was positioned to start. Then I found out from their admissions office people after I was accepted, after I did all that work to get in, um, that not so fast, I was going to have to pay out even more money than what was initially, I was initially informed about. And there was a lot of elitism as well, like, you should be so grateful that you got in and, you know, blah, 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 whatever. At that point, I'm in my late 20s. I'm not 18 anymore. And I definitely had a different attitude about higher education. You know, I was much more seasoned at that point as well, even though my self-worth, I realized, was wrapped up a lot in an acceptance letter. So anyway, so I went to this um, meeting with these people from the school and basically, we were being pressured into taking out loans. Some of them were high interest loans in order to cover um, the expenses that were remaining for the people that, you know, weren't going to have it covered. And the, the, what I was told, the agreements that were initially made, like that wasn't true. Like my GI Bill was going to be a drop in the bucket for this school. So the whole program was going to cost around ninety dollars to $100,000 for just a couple years. Um, that's crazy expensive, obviously, for most people. And so I don't know anybody. I'm not super well connected. So this wasn't a situation where um, somebody paid for me to get in. Like, I got in on my own merit. And I think that's the funniest part of this whole situation is there's so many people like me, you know, multi-veterans and, and people out there that are just modest means. And, you know, getting into the elite prestigious schools on their own merit and then can't even afford to pay for it once they get accepted. And that was my situation. Like, I, there was no way I could afford that. If I would have taken out those loans, I would still be paying for it to this very day. Um, so needless to say, I chose not to go to that school. I was really turned off by the elitist attitude. I was um, really put off by the way I was treated after I was accepted. I was just really over it. And I just felt like you know, I'm, I was just glad that I had enough life experience to not need this school to validate me any further and to be able to walk away from it. And I did. And so I went to a local state school that no one's ever heard of. And I paid, um, my GI Bill did cover it. It was literally like 10%. Well, I think it was less than 10% of the cost of the elite, elite prestigious school. And I, I didn't have any debt as a result of it. I got the same degree. I have the same credentials as if I would have gone to elite prestigious school. I'm doing the same work as, you know, 
it nothing changed basically now would my social network have been different yeah probably would that have benefited me maybe i don't know i i know one person um that went to that school who i'm friendly with because i have a number of peers have gone to these elite type schools and I don't really see how they're in a different position than me really in, in the career, how it really positioned them that differently. I just know that some of them came from families that could afford to throw out that kind of cash and some of them went into debt. And so that's basically it. Um, but when I see these kids and they are kids and I don't blame them for any of this, honestly, especially after watching the documentary, I don't blame them for any of this. It's all, you know, it's all their parents. It's all, you know, the schools, I don't care. Like, evidently, they're considered victims in this. I don't consider the schools victims in this. I If if the schools had not had people somewhere in there going along person, persons, whatever, with this whole scheme, like, this person, the one that orchestrated, I'm not going to say his name, you know, wouldn't have been able to pull it off. Like, this is not just, like, a one-off, one-person effort. Like, this was a coordinated effort. And so I've always felt that higher education is all about the cash, and especially these elite prestigious type schools. And this just validated it even further. And so, um, you know, this, this kids that got it, that were paid to get into these schools, you know, I found it comical, the links that they went to to get them admitted. And I just thought to myself, if I could have had the luxury of coming from a family of such means, which I do not, by the way. Um, I would have been able to accomplish who knows what. I mean, who knows what my life would have looked like. It would look a lot different than it does now. I can guarantee you that much, though. But they were not getting in on their own merit or able to, many of these kids, it sounds like, from the documentary and all the information come out news media. And I just find that amusing because they have been paid to go to private prep schools and tutors and they have all of these advantages that I never had and they still couldn't get in. And so like I got in, I went to the horrible public schools, you know, like have no advantages and I got in without having to pay anybody. <laughs> but the catch straight too is I couldn't go to the school because I couldn't afford it. I could not afford to pay um, the hundred thousand dollars it would have cost. And it would have, I mean, I don't know what my GI Bill covered, but it was very little. It was very little of that. I would have been on the hook for the majority of it. It was wild. There was so, it was so much money. And I just feel like these schools, these, um, elite prestigious type schools are just so focused on the cash that came in C Street. I mean, the smaller schools, I don't feel it's like that as bad. And I think that's probably why I've been more drawn to them to just in the what's why I've graduated from schools that are more no name schools that are not considered prestigious or elite, you know, because I just felt more comfortable there. I wasn't treated badly at those schools. Um, I was able to just get through and get my degrees and be done with it. And so I think that's great. But you know, this documentary validated on Netflix the feelings I've had about higher education for years. And at the end of the documentary, spoiler alert, it basically said how like the side door from this person that he created is now closed, but the back door is still opening, re open referring to like cash and these higher education institutions, higher education. I kind of being sarcastic about that. Anyways, and I agree. I agree that if you have enough money, it doesn't matter how not impressive your child is that you will probably be able to pay their way in if you have enough cash. And I don't see that as being any more legitimate than what these people did that's been all over the news. I'm honestly just surprised that they made a big deal out of it 
and didn't find a way to legalize this too, to be completely frank with you. And there's this coach on there who I feel really bad for, and maybe I shouldn't, I don't know. But he just seems like he got really roped into this whole fiasco and didn't he really know what was going on. I feel really bad for the guy. Um, but yeah, the, the documentary is definitely worth watching if you like this kind of stuff. And, you know, there's parts that are ludicrous that made me laugh, and there's parts that are really sad, that, and there's parts I can relate to. Like, there was a lot of kids that were shown on the academic hamster wheel, which I used to be on when I was a kid, too, which was many, many years ago, okay? And they were taking advanced placement class and honors class, basically whatever the highest level classes in their school were, they're taking all those. They're trying to build their academic resume to get these schools. I did that too. I, I was in horrible, crappy public schools, but if there was an advanced placement class, I took it. We didn't have many. I took it. Um, if there was, you know, I was an honor student. Like, I did all the things I could possibly do most of the time. And I went to five high schools in four years in two different states. That's right. So I didn't have the luxury that these kids have of going to prep school, much less any one school for any length of time with a whole support system and people that were just so invested in my academic success. So I had to do it on my own. You know, these days, there's a lot of online options, which I think is absolutely fantastic for kids. You can go to high school online. There's a lot of different ways to, to get your educational needs met without having to go to these links um, of even AP classes anymore. I know of people that have got um, associate arts degrees, um, associate arts degrees while in high school. And it met both high school and college requirements by the time they're 18 AA degrees. So that's pretty cool. Um, they could do that back in my time too, but you had to have a lot of parental support and I did not have that. So anyways, but yeah, I just, all of that to say that, um, you know, I know I want to get a JD, which is a law degree slash MBA, which is a business degree. Um, those go graduate degrees together dual. I'm hoping to do that by the time I'm 40, I'm 35 now. And I want to do that just because I want to learn more about the law and more about business. And I own my own, you know, company and stuff. And I want to keep working for myself. And I think that would be a really helpful educational tool to have. And I actually started to apply, almost finished applying to another school that was on this list that made it on the list of schools involved in the scheme. Um, I didn't finish the application. And um, I decided, because I didn't want to go to that program, change mind, decided to want to do something different. So anyways, but I just really am glad that I didn't go to the elite prestigious program that I was admitted into. I'm glad I didn't go into debt because quite frankly, if it were on my resume, I, at this point, I would just be embarrassed. Um, and I, you know, it's just so much money, these schools. And I just, these schools really cared. Like they, one of the schools made a statement at the end of the movie, a written statement that they had submitted and it was put up on the screen. But if these schools cared so much about merit and academic achievement, they would make sure that not only are all people that are admitted getting on getting in solely based upon merit and merit alone, but they would also make sure that those people, people like me, could actually uh, like be able to attend once they're admitted and not walk away from the school because they can't afford it. And that's what is happening at a lot of these elite prestigious schools. People like me, military veterans, people that are not of means, are getting admitted into these schools and then when they get admitted after going through all that they walk away because they cannot afford to pay to attend the school to pay for the cost of living in some cases depending on where it's located to pay to pay to pay and my my impression of these schools i mean higher education in general but especially these elite prestigious schools is they're just all about that dollar i don't care what they say okay so anyways, enough about that, but I just want to give my two cents about that. Um, 
And those are my thoughts. Oh, and by the way, if you really love the Netflix documentary slash whatever this was, a film thing, check out the Lifetime Movie Network, Lifetime Movie they did about the college admissions scandal as well. It was really good. And it was released, I want to say, right around the time this whole thing happened. And it was so good. There was this lady that played... Um, she had, the actress had like black hair and she, oh my God, her performance, un unbelievably good. So it was FYI, if you're interested in this, you'll probably be interested in the Lifetime Movie Network. And that's not a documentary. It's just like a fictitious based upon a true story type thing film. So anyways, let me know what your thoughts are. Um, I'd be curious how many other people are out there because I'm sure there's quite a few that have gotten admitted to these types of schools but chose not to go because of finances and um, and did you have experiences too where you were treated some kind of way because you weren't um, of means essentially or you were kind of felt like you know there were you know, like, oh, you're so lucky you got admitted. So anyways, if you experienced, I'm just kind of curious what your experience was if you were admitted to these types of schools and especially if you chose not to go. Kind of curious about that. All right. And, you know, I think also pro, I'm so pro just like no name schools, pro no name schools, pro state schools, pro, like not just state schools. Some state schools are super like kind of elitist too. Um, but just pro schools that are not on the radar because I think they can offer amazing experiences for students as well and, and others and be a lot more diverse and inclusive and provide that quality education in many cases. So I'm pro no-name schools. All right. I wish you all the best. Let me know your thoughts. Oh, and by the way, I have to ask because of the stupid you, you, YouTube algorithm, if you could just subscribe and like, so it'll help get this out there. Otherwise, I'll just die in the internet barrel with the rest of the stuff nobody cares about. And also, if you're listening to the podcast, because I may transcribe, may put this in a podcast, depending on how bad my audio is, because I'm not using fancy equipment right now. Um you can drop like a audio message. If I get enough of them, I may feature the whole bunch in another episode. I don't know. All right. I wish you the best. Bye.